Welcome back to Love My Provider TV. This is our weekly segment where we're going to be helping families find the best providers and hopefully we can help you answer some of your questions. Today what we're going to talk about is how to select the perfect special needs provider. About a year ago I wrote an article for the Huffington Post that asked eight important questions that every parent should ask when choosing their provider. So what I'm going to do today is talk to you about those eight things. The first question that you should ask is whether the organization you're going to work with is certified or licensed. There are a number of organizations that make sure that these companies meet the basic requirements of what it means to be ethical and sustainable. So what we want to do is just call and ask whether they meet any of the four following accreditations. The first is the National Association for Education and Young Children. These are just memberships that they can have that shows that they stand by whether or not they're doing a wonderful job in the area of child development. The second one is the National Association for Family and Child Care. The third is the Commission on Accreditation of Rehabilitation Facilities. And the fourth is the Behavioral Health Center of Excellence. If a provider has any of these certifications or badges, then you can be sure that they're at least a third-party system that's measuring whether they're meeting basic requirements. Aside from the actual accreditation of an organization itself, what you want to ask about is also the staff. So the second thing we're asking for today is whether the staff actually have an accreditation or license themselves. If you're looking for a behavioral health provider, that certification would be the BCBA or the Board, C Board Certified Behavior Analyst. You can easily do a quick internet search to find out whether your, your uh, clinician actually has a certification. You can also do the same for an occupational therapist, a speech therapist, or a marriage and family therapist. Most of those can be done easily in a quick search, and if you're having trouble finding it, even a quick search on Google of the clinician's name can probably help figure out what certifications or licenses they have. The third question you want to ask is whether the agency does professional development for their staff. Although there are a number of staff that are highly qualified, I've seen more often than not staff that have joined an agency but don't stay up to date on the research and the literature. What you wanna do is ask the clinical director whether they provide development opportunities for their staff. The first thing that you can do is ask whether they do continuing education credits. So some agencies might actually send their staff to conferences or trainings. Some might actually do it in-house or they can even use an e-learning. All of these are perfectly acceptable and I've personally found that agencies that have therapists, supervisors, and directors who go through this continuing education are happier, more informed, and tend to have more satisfied families. The fourth question you want to ask is about the experience of the clinical director. Even though when your child is working with a therapist, you might have direct access to the therapist or the supervisor, the clinical director is still someone who oversees the entire program and sets the culture of the company and the clinical structure. So what you want to ask is whether the program director has high staff qualifications, whether they've had experience of at least 10 years, and what they do to maintain quality within the agency that they're working for. The fifth question that you want to ask about is staff turnover. As we know, being a therapist could be a very, very challenging job. So what I like to ask when I'm matching a family with a provider, I like to ask them what they do to ensure that their staff are happy. This can be anything from monthly rewards to making sure that the, the staff are heard, but staff turnover is something that's a big problem. You can also just flat out ask, how often do your staff usually stay with you? If a staff member has been with the agency for at least three years, you're probably in good shape. 
I tend to get nervous when placing a new therapist on a case if they've only been with the agency about six months. The sixth question you can ask about is the staff to participant ratio. Especially if you're doing a center-based program where you're dropping your child off, you wanna do research about your child's age range and what the, what the ratio should be. In a typical classroom, you can see anywhere from a one to 10 student, uh, teacher to student ratio or even one to 20. But with our special needs kids, we wanna make sure that it's age appropriate and developmentally appropriate to what they need. The seventh question I like to ask is how they make sure to get feedback from either family or staff. A lot of providers that have systems in place that allow them to look internally are able to find problems before they become into something bigger. So I like to ask whether they have a grievance policy and what the policy is if a family member or a staff member isn't happy with a certain situation. Even if the, fam even if the provider doesn't have a formal grievance policy but is able to tell us that they deal with each matter very particularly, that's still great. And the eighth thing is ask if you can visit the provider in person. You'd be surprised how many families don't take providers up on this option. Instead of having this conversation over the phone, ask if you can schedule a meeting with a clinician, come into the office, see the facility, and get a feel for the people. At the end of the day, your happiness with your child's provider is so much about fit. So we're happy to help you answer all these questions and to find a provider that meets your needs. Thank you, and we hope to see you next week.